You're listening to the Deep Purple Podcast, a fan podcast about one of the most legendary bands of all time, Deep Purple. We take a look at the music, history, and people behind the band Deep Purple and beyond. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Deep Purple Podcast. In this episode, uh, I'm going to just take a little bit of a look at the Slide It In album. Um, look at the differences between the UK mix and the US mix. Um, there's quite a few differences in the albums. And one thing that we didn't really get around to in our two episodes on those albums was breaking down the differences side by side. We did album by album. So this way, I think it would be kind of interesting to do some uh, uh, comparisons between the two albums, note some of the changes, and look at them really side by side. So uh, to start off, um, we'll go in the track order of the UK listing because that might be the easiest way to do it. So the UK uh, album opens with Gambler. Um, Gambler is uh, track number five, uh, closes outside one on the US version. So what I'm going to do is start by putting the song side by side. So in the left channel, you are going to hear the UK mix and in the right channel, the US mix. One notable thing about the US mix is every track seems to have uh, like a, a second or so of silence before the song actually starts. So it wasn't as a matter of just lining them up on the grid, had to actually sort of nudge them over so that they're both in perfect time, which keeps most of the tracks on the album on time through the song. Uh, you'll see some differences with fade outs and such. So here we go. Here's Gambler uh, side by side. In the left channel, you hear the UK mix and in the right channel, the US mix. similar the solos are the same on this one but let's take a look at the fade out again you'll have the uk mix on the left channel and the us mix on the right channel
It might be a little difficult to tell on that, but you do have a, you have quite a few seconds extra of a fade out on the US version, so the track's just a little bit longer. Um, okay, so uh, next track up on the UK version would, of course, be the title track, Slide It In, which is the opener on the US version. So let's, uh, let's have a quick side-by-side on these two. Interestingly to me, the UK mix sounds like it has a bit of a higher volume and more power to the guitar, and the US mix is actually a little bit lower. Let's let's listen to that intro first with the UK version. Now let's check out the US version. All right, so we do have a difference in the solos on this one. So let's check out the UK mix with Mickey Moody's solo first. Now let's check out the U.S. version with the John Sykes solo. So it's really interesting, actually, how how Sykes definitely uh, builds on the Mickey Moody solo, but just kind of takes it to a few different little places. So really, uh, really cool difference uh, noticed right there. Um, and then lastly, let's do a side by side of the different fade out again. You've got I think this one's even more dramatic than Gambler, which is the UK mix in your left channel again, US in your right. And here's the uh, the ending of the song. So the song basically ends at the same point, but you've just got that much longer ring out on that guitar tone on the U.S. version. So we'll leave that split with U.K. on the left and U.S. on the right. This is uh, next song up is Standing in the Shadow of Love, which is the third track on the U.K. version and the last track, the closing track on the U.S. version. Uh, so listen here. The, in the beginning is very interesting as we do a side by side because you have a little bit of a 
you hear just maybe a little bit of a string rake that goes right across the strings right before you start on the US version. That's absent from the UK version, so you will not hear that on the UK version. So here they are side by side. Individually now, here we go with the UK version starting right on the beat. Now the US version with that slight little um, chord ring out right before the beat hits. Now a little back and forth uh, for fun, starting with the UK version. So that gives you a pretty good uh, idea of what the difference is. The UK version almost starts like the recording starts just a hair of a beat too late. The US version gives you a nice little lead into where that first beat is. Um, not much changes through the rest of the song, uh, other than some uh, what I think is very minor mixing on the vocals. I feel like there's a secondary vocal behind in the pre-chorus um, that's backing up Coverdale. Can't tell if it's Coverdale or Galley, but it just sounds a little bit lower in the U.S. mix. But even doing a side-by-side -side right now, I can barely tell the difference. Um, so uh, all the other remainder of the sections are pretty much the same. And then we get into a, a different... Um, fade out again much longer on the US version here we go So you get almost a full 20, 25 seconds more maybe in, in fade out time on that uh, without looking at the exact track listings. So um, pretty good. Fine with me. Uh, more of that song, the better as far as I'm concerned. That leads us to the next track. Give me more time. UK version. And US version. To me, you're getting a much meatier sound on the UK version. It sounds a little more trebly on the US version, but you can have a listen and decide for yourself. The solos are pretty interesting to listen to. Um, uh, let's listen to them side by side. Sykes seems to stick mostly to Mel Galley's solo, though he does uh, throw in his own little variations. Let's listen. Uh, UK in the left, US in the right.
So the first half of the solo sounds pretty much the same between the two of them. Here's the UK version. And here's the US version. Now the second half of the UK version. And the second half of the US version. The endings for the song are pretty much exactly spot on, so there's not really much difference there. That takes us to the final track on side one of the UK version, Love Ain't No Stranger. This is track three on side one of the US version. Um, the openings uh, side by side sound pretty much the same. The real main difference between the opening of the song is the UK version has a pretty flat, dry vocal. Well, at least by comparison. Compare that to the extremely saturated vocals on the U.S. version. Who knows where the cold wind blows? I ask my friends, but nobody knows. Who am I to believe in love? Oh, love ain't no stranger. Then we get into the body of the song. A true side-by-side, left-right, like we've been doing, is hard to pick out from ear to ear. Um, the reverb tends to kind of overwhelm you and, and take over both mixes. So here, let's listen to the straight-up full-band UK version. The drums are pretty much, just like the vocals, have a much drier sound, and overall it's just a little bit of a tighter, drier sound in my ears. Now compare that to the US version.
again, much more saturated, much more heavy in reverb, and to me, more treble, a little tinnier in its sound. Again, we've got the little interlude there before the end of the song, and here we see some pretty stark differences. Here we'll alternate line by line, starting with the UK version. As we come out of this section, something really interesting happens, which is the UK and the US versions are perfectly in time. Then all of a sudden they both kind of branch off. So you'll notice it very clearly um, that they are going in completely different directions after a certain point. So it's pretty much unlistenable at that point. Then we'll kind of try to isolate what some of the differences are. Okay, so it's pretty much a mess at this point. You can't listen to them together anymore. So let's take a listen at what's going on in the UK version. So what seems obvious at this point is the UK version just has that one Love Ain't No Stranger. And then on the US version, they actually do more of a full chorus as they come out of that section. So it pretty much goes without saying that the U.S. version is going to be a little bit longer because they've thrown in basically an extra stanza of that chorus or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then that just takes us to the ending, which we got a couple of kind of different endings. They don't sync up. So we'll just start with the U.K. version. Then in the US version, pretty similar ending. The synths don't swell quite back up as loud, but pretty similar overall. So that takes us to side two of the UK version, which opens with Slow and Easy. This is track three on the US version. Here they are side by side, UK in the left, US on the right. I just want to see you 
You've got pretty heavy reverb on both uh, versions, but of course, um, keeping with the trend, the US version tends to top the UK version as far as uh, how much overall reverb there is. You can really tell the difference in the reverbs when you start to look at the, the those drum hits when the full band comes in. So here's the UK version. And here's the US version. So you've got a lot of extra guitar in the US version. I'm assuming it's Sykes um, coming in uh, the first time with a slide and then with just some additional notes. Um, almost wonder if the slide might have been a moody track that was just not included on the UK version. But let's listen to the, what the difference sounds like with the, um, the UK version starting and then followed by the US with the extra guitars. And now the UK version with the extra little guitar fills and leads put in. And that's pretty much the main difference throughout the rest of the song. Not too many wild changes other than some EQ and reverb and such, but it's mostly just those little guitar fills thrown in here and there. The next track is Spit It Out. This is the seventh track on the UK version and the second to last track on the US version. The most notable difference between the two is that the UK version starts off just with the full band and full swing. The US version starts off with the guitar playing by itself and then the full band comes in. So let's take a listen. Here's the UK version starting right on the beat. And now here's the U.S. version with the guitar intro. After this, the most uh, noticeable difference is you'll hear some like little, like kind of pinch harmonics and things being thrown in by Sykes, whereas that's absent on the UK mix. So uh, here's the UK version. And now here's the U.S. version. Show me what a woman could do. I don't want to go to 
The next part that's got a pretty major difference is the little guitar interlude. It's a very deep purple sounding, say, woman from Tokyo. You've got the uh, cozy work in the hi-hat, and then you've got this little kind of soft guitar playing in the background. Uh, the two parts are very different. I can only assume that Moody or Galley or both are playing the one in the first version, and that Sykes has kind of done his own interpretation in the second version. So first off, let's listen to them side by side, UK in the left, US in the right. Okay, here are the two different versions isolated, starting with the UK version here. And now here is the US version. The guitar solos are actually the same on this one. I'm assuming that would probably be because this is a Mel Galley co-written song. He did the solo on the original, so since he was still at the moment sticking with the band, they probably elected to have his solo remain, so it doesn't really change up that much. Um, after that, you go right into the fade out, which again, it's not that extended fade out we've seen on previous songs. It's really just uh, the same exact fade out as we have on the UK version. If anything, the UK fade out is just slightly longer, sort of breaking with the tradition of what we've seen so far on this album. Okay, the next track is track number eight on the UK version. Um, this is track number four on the US version, All or Nothing. So nothing much too different to start off the track. You've got the, in my ears, sounding a little bit meatier UK version and a little bit, again, more trebly uh, reverb heavy on the US version in the right channel there if you've got a chance to listen to them separated. During the verses, there's a slight, very faint pinch harmonic you can hear in the background on the US version that's not present on the UK version. I'll play them back to back here, see if you can pick up on it. You can also hear some of the same stuff happening right before it as well. So here's the UK version with no pinch harmonic. Oh, 
now here's the UK version. Listen before and after the all or nothing line. You should be able to hear very faintly in the background John Sykes doing his magic. Then we end with what's been pretty standard up until this point, which is the longer fade out on the American version. So check that one out. The US version in the right channel, UK in the left. Okay, that leads us to the second to last track on the UK version, track nine, Hungry for Love. This is track seven on the US mix. The beginning of these uh, two are pretty similar. UK version of the album features an extended John Lord solo that's unfortunately been removed from the US version, uh, which is much shorter, uh, just goes straight to the uh, chorus basically after that. So the whole track is um, roughly about, I don't know, 20 seconds shorter on the US version. So uh, let's take a listen uh, to where some of the differences are there. So here is the UK version going into the organ solo, followed by a guitar solo as well. Now here's the same section in the US version where it just goes straight into that ending bit. US version ends with this vocal by David Coverdale, which is varies a bit from the UK version. And in the UK version, you get just a little bit extra bonus Coverdale grunting and breathing like you'd normally hear at one of the end of the classic Whitesnake songs. All 
right, the final track on the album is Guilty of Love on the UK mix. On the US mix, this opens side two. Uh, they pretty much look locked right up, but again, uh, starts almost, it looks like it cuts off a little bit on the UK version, and we hear just a little bit of the, 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 the lead-in on the US version. It's barely noticeable. You probably won't be able to notice it uh, in an audio format, but if you're looking at the wave file, you can kind of see a little bit of a of a trail leading into this. So here we go, side by side, left channel UK, right channel US, guilty of love. Again, nothing too crazy, but let's listen to them isolated here, starting with the UK version. And here we go with the U.S. mix. So really not anything too wildly different that we're hearing from both of these mixes. Then we get to the guitar break, uh, listening to them side by side with UK in the left, US in the right. Um, you'll notice some slight variation. So it seems like it's most likely um, Galley and or Moody playing in the UK version and then maybe Sykes playing on the US. So let's take a listen. The next part that's a little different is in the ending uh, chorus. Um, there's actually some extra guitars in the UK version that seems like they elected to leave out on the US version. Um, so you can hear here, we'll listen to the UK version first. And now the UK ending and fade out uh, without those little extra guitar embellishments.
also not really sure why they elected to leave that out of the U.S. version. Uh, maybe just wanted something a little cleaner and didn't want that as a distraction at the end of the album. But for the most part, it seems like the extra guitar embellishments throughout the album are on the U.S. version. And on the U.K. version seems to be a little bit more stripped of those fills with the song being the exception. So there you have it. It's kind of just like really a track by track breakdown of the album. Uh, hope you enjoyed this analysis. Let us know what you think. What's your favorite version of the album? Do you like the UK version? Do you like the US version? What do you think the merits are of both? I think they both have some really great merits. And it's very interesting seeing those little tiny discrepancies and why those certain decisions were made and when they ended up putting out these different versions of the album. So hope that was insightful, a little bit of a different bonus episode to get out there. Uh, So hopefully you've had your fill of uh, slide it in by this point after the last couple of weeks. So thanks so much and uh, tune in next Monday when we'll be at you with a brand new regular non-bonus episode. Thanks everybody. Thank you for listening to the Deep Purple Podcast. If you like what you hear and would like more episodes in the future, please donate on Patreon to support the show. You can also leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to help new people discover the show. You can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for show updates. See deeppurplepodcast.com for more details. Thank you for listening.